Nerdjitsu. All right, welcome to the Nerdjitsu podcast. We're here with Jacob Myers Props from yes, uh, Ohio, uh, Constitution. Yes, uh, sir. Pronounce your school's name, Constitution yeah. Jiu Jitsu oh, Academy, right. Austinburg, Ohio. Um, he's out here in Colorado visiting, so we saw why not get him on the show? Uh, today we're just going to interview you and uh, talk to you as a, as a school owner and as a competitor. So yeah. if you don't mind, welcome to the show. Uh, we're here with Hector Leon, myself. Uh, we, later on in our second half, we've got a, another special guest we'll be doing for our Spider-Man review as part of our nerd uh, segment. So let's go ahead and get started. All right. Um, so welcome to Colorado. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. So you are a pro jiu-jitsu competitor, and you own and operate your own school. Yes, sir. Constitution Jiu-Jitsu, Austinburg, Ohio. All right. It. So been training eight years. So So what got you into Jiu-Jitsu? Oh, man, I didn't have anything going on in my life at that point in time. It was, I think, 2011, 2012. I didn't record the exact date, so it's kind of <laughs> lost in mystery. But uh, I had recently lost both my parents, um, and so I kind of needed something. And, uh, yeah, Jiu-Jitsu was that thing. All right. So, so currently you are part of Team James Klingerman? Yes, sir. Okay, and where where is he out of? Uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, all right. right. So, uh, it and you guys, uh, you guys just recently or... This weekend are having the competition. Your your school's going. A couple of you guys are going up there. Yeah, that's at uh, Team East Coast in Canton, Ohio. So okay, all right. Little white belt, blue belt tournament. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like I like those beginner tournaments. It allows some of the younger competitors don't really get a you know maybe aren't too confident to get some get some experience. Yep, exactly. All right. Um, so recently, you competed at the uh, Stout Fights. Yeah. Um, Second time. Yeah. So. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the how the how how did you get the opportunity to do that and uh, how did it go? Yeah, so that was like I said the second time. Uh, the first time was last year, and so uh, Tanner Hall obliged to match with me, and uh, we had an absolute war against each other, and we put on one of the most exciting matches of the show, and I ended up winning by toehold. Uh, I, I kind of scrapped that out. I uh, I fractured my wrist right in the beginning of it, and it uh, it made for a very very tough match. He uh, he roughed me up good, but then uh, you know Andy Anderson runs uh, Stout Fights Promotions, um, so super super awesome dude, really good for the community. Um, so he gave me another shot, and they're building their show and kind of you know getting the local jujitsu scene out there. So okay, yeah. all right, um, so. You also have a rash guard out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so talk to me about how this rash guard, like for those of you that can't, that haven't seen it, we're going to put it right, for those of you that are watching on video, we'll put it right above his head. And uh, we'll put the link in the description so you guys can check it out. And uh, you're doing pre-orders right now? or Yeah, so the pre-order ended, but I'm going to I'm gonna place the order, get the product in hand, and then uh, be able to sell it as as orders come in, so it's a it's a pretty cool shirt. Like I, I'm, I'm getting one. Yeah. Or I'm gonna rob Hector and can get you, one. Can you talk about it a little bit? Absolutely, yeah. So it? I I created the the company recently called Helm Raymonds, and so I'm just looking to put together gear from the the best companies, the best suppliers, providers, and uh, so I teamed up with uh, Komenu from uh, Nevada. That's run by Jerry Hallert, and uh, so he's helping supply the uh, the product, but. 
Um, I had an artist design. I, I gave him all my ideas for it, and uh, it's uh, I call it the KFC rash guard or the uh, chicken wings and leg locks, as uh, Mr. John Torres, my assistant coach, uh, helped name it. Um, so kind of playing off of their uh, their whiskey and leg locks rash guard. So thank you for the inspiration. Um, but yeah, it was like probably like two years ago. I was thinking like, how, how do I come up with an idea that kind of like is like popular and kind of uses like uh, mainstream ideas to uh, <clears throat> come up with something. So <clears throat> sorry, catch my throat here. But uh, yeah, KFC rash guard. So it, it looks like uh, a bucket of uh, chicken wings. So okay, pretty cool. Yeah, you guys. Like I said, we'll have it up in uh, up in the little <coughs> area up here so you can check it out. Yep. Um, so let's talk about your school. Um, what year did you start? Like, what year did you guys open? How long have you been operating the school? Just hit three years, actually, okay. uh, in July. So it's, uh, it's amazing how much time has uh, changed things. So yeah, congratulations. Started in a tiny little room, 24 by 24, and uh, it was slow growth. I spent those first, like, six months, you know, sitting in a room alone, waiting for people to show up, and then started growing like crazy, man. The last year has been really interesting. So I went full-time in December, so full-time instructor. So thank you, uh, James Klingerman, for making that happen. He's an awesome businessman and helped grow my academy. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I had the opportunity to train with you back when we completed at Fight to Win in Cleveland uh, back in May. Uh, and I got to roll with uh, one of your students, uh, Lily Huffman. <laughs> yeah, Lily Huffman. Oh, man. So... Uh, I was completely caught off guard, you know, she's real quiet, real nice, but she is an absolute savage. Like, she took my back, and I was legitimately in trouble. Just some minor details she just needed to work out, she would have she'd had me, in, like, I was yeah. legitimately in trouble, but, like, just barely squeaked by, so uh, props to her. Uh, also, yeah. uh, you know, John Torres, your assistant yeah. coach, he's, 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 like every time I roll with him, he's he's growing leaps and bounds. Yeah. Uh, Shauna, like yeah, she's she's killing it for savage white belt. Yeah, and then of course both the Frasers, uh, actually all of them. Right. Like, they have both both daughters do it too as well, or one daughter. One daughter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they the they're all three of them are killing it. Um, yeah. yeah, you got you got quite a team of like savages coming up and. I was, I was quite impressed. Yep. So shout out to all you guys out there. Keep it up. Keep up the hard work. It's just beginning. Yep. But uh, yeah, keep keep grinding, guys. All right. So I got to ask. Not many people are willing to just, you know, get in the, into a gym and and fifty percent of a chance that you might be able to get some students in there. Fifty percent chance you might not. Yeah. Like what inspired you? What what was the driving force that said, get in there and do this gym, risk it all? Right. So early on when I started training jiu-jitsu, I realized that I love teaching people. I love seeing that light bulb pop on their head. And uh, so I just, I knew that I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. And uh, I had a falling out with the, the first gym I was at. Um, I love the instructor was there, just didn't work out. And uh, my uh, next coach, Lou Armazani, helped me start my academy and kind of gave me the, the groundwork and uh, really, really did me wonders for getting going. It just, I didn't have any support besides that in my local area. So it was just me waiting for people to walk in the door 
and uh, it took a while. I spent, like I said, probably five or six months just sitting there waiting for students to show up and learning how to advertise and get the word out and talk to people. So finally, Mr. Mr. John Torres walked in the door one day and uh, the gym has never been the same. Um, the day he, he signed up, I was considering closing because uh, I didn't have enough people. So he, uh, he helped me with that and signed up and from then on out, man, it's been nonstop growth. Okay, so good, good. Uh, yeah, passion for teaching and you know, a lot of mentors in my life that kind of guided me that direction, so. Okay, all right, so. What do you got coming up next for yourself, Mike? Competitions, uh, any anything on the athlete side of jujitsu? What do you got? Yeah, up? so Josh LaDuke with uh, Guardians Management is uh, is my boss. He's kind of helping manage me and take care of uh, signing me up for matches. Um, I just recently had one in Florida. Uh, I had a two hundred five super fight, and then. Uh, I think previously, uh, it was uh, a couple months before that, um, had one on the East Coast. But uh, my next one, it looks like a Fuji tournament uh, in, uh, in Cincinnati, possibly. So Josh LaDuke is kind of putting my name out there, helping me grow. He's, uh, he's doing an awesome job with that. So Guardians Management, thank you very much. Changed my life. Um, For those of you that don't know who Josh LaDuke is, uh, he looks ridiculously... <laughs> Like Chris Pratt, like I didn't understand the nickname Star Lord when it was going around, and then I saw a video of him, and I was like, oh, yeah. "Wow, that's why." Yep. Okay. That's Star Lord. Yeah, yeah. no, it 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 definitely. Uh, he could be stunt double. Yeah, no problem. for sure. All right. Um, okay, so up next for the students, what do you got for your students coming up? Like I said, this weekend, they're doing the White Belt, Blue Belt tournament, so there's a lot of students doing their first tournament or second tournament, so I've been kind of coaching them and building their confidence and teaching them the, the ropes of competing. Um, I've, I've done probably, with super fights, anywhere from 20 to 30 uh, events, so uh, just you know, always sharing my experience with them and helping them grow. Um, I don't know how it is with most people, but I don't hold back any secrets when I'm teaching. I teach them everything I know, so... Always, always trying to share with them. So, um, besides that event, uh, we're looking at uh, Josh Hinger seminar, July twenty seventh, uh, at my academy. So that's exciting. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was just about to ask, what what do you got next for the school? But uh, so, how much if someone's trying to get involved in that? How much? Is, how much is the seminar cost for that? Yeah. So sixty bucks. Uh, it's capped at fifty people. Um, and I know it's going to sell out, so sign up quick. Uh, the event's on Facebook, um, and then uh, PayPal, preferably. The information's on the event page, so you can check that out. Now, is that open to any affiliation? or? Yeah, man, there's there's no affiliation uh, jargon with me, man. You, you show up and train. I don't care who you are. Okay, so. cool. All right. Yep. Uh, so, next next six months what are you what are you shooting for as far as all of the above life anything you are you trying to trying to get some more rash guards uh work on that stuff or is it is it just focusing on the school taking some time down because i mean i feel like 
you've been grinding like these super fights. Like, I ain't stopping. But yeah, no plans okay. to stop. No, so so all right. So you looking for more? Like, yeah, I'll take matches wherever they're at, man. Anywhere. 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 Any promotion? Yep. Oh, okay. I'll take all it. Right. Money, no money, sub only. I'm I'm there to put on a show. So, let me know. See what else? He wants all the smoke. smoke. All the smoke. All the smoke. Yeah, willing to take on matches, whoever, whenever. I love, I love competing, win or lose. Um, that's where I get my biggest growth from, and the stuff that I teach my students is like, hey, this is what works under pressure. This is what works when a thousand people are watching. You know. Yeah. So, love competing. I like. I've done multiple fight to wins. Thank you, Seth Daniels, for the opportunity. Um, huge growth has come come from that for me and my academy. So thank you. Oh, you a ton. Yeah, actually, while we're on the subject of fight to win, for those of you that may not be jujitsu competitors or have seen a fight to win, like this is the the, the 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 big stage. You got the lights, the crowd, the music, smoke machines. It's it's like the show you dream to be on. Yep. Well, can you kind of explain, you know, not only not only what it feels like now, but that first time you stepped up on that stage and saw, like walk through that little catwalk onto the stage. What was that feeling? That was that was game changing. You can feel the electricity in there. Everyone's screaming for you, screaming for your opponent, and it's like, man, like it's it's about to throw down. Yeah, like, pressure's on. Uh, you have to have your, your your mindset right, your strategy. Um, it's it's unforgettable. It's an amazing experience. So, all right, what is it? Did that did that fade? Did anything change? Have you is it more nerves now that you've done it more? Is it less nerves? Is yeah, I mean, first time was definitely nerve wracking uh, going into it, uh, but uh, I've become more composed as an athlete and uh, able to keep my cool under pressure and implement my strategy. Um, the uh, the last match I had was against a very savage purple belt, world class, world champion. And uh, I just didn't have enough time to get the finish. Uh, it was a electric match. Yeah, I remember that. I, I thought I thought maybe you'd get it off at the end. I was like, that close. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, man, that looks tight. So, but, yeah. what a decision? Uh, he yeah, won by decision. Yep. So. Was it a split decision or unanimous? I don't remember. I thought it was split. I could have sworn it was split, but. We'll have to check it out. You check it out Flow Grappling. Yeah, Flow Grappling. I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fun match to watch. It was a lot of back and forth. So. Yeah, it was a great match. I remember watching it live. Uh, that was on the uh, Stipe card, right? Yeah, Stipe, Stipe card. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Go ahead, Heck. What were you saying? No, no, no. I was okay. going to talk about Stipe, but I was like, I don't want, I don't want that smoke. Oh, <laughs> I don't want that smoke. No, I don't want that smoke. Let's, I heard about Stipe. Let's keep that quiet, man. You don't, you don't talk about... Yeah, no, that's that's Cleveland's yeah. champion. Don't you talk yeah, don't about that? Don't be throwing shade. Don't you? You don't want that smoke, man. Nah, I was like, I'm good. All right. So, did you happen to see, hear, or watch UFC 239? Anything of here? Like that's Ben Askren, John Jones versus. I've watched uh, a couple of the clips online, saw photos. Um, I, I rarely get the time to watch a, a UFC match. I'm always busy with family and training. So. so did you see the Ben Askren knockout? Oh, of course. Yeah. Luck or well-executed plan, in your opinion? After seeing the 24- uh, or 48-hour-before footage of Masvidal practicing the knee, man, that's, that's a wonderful strategy on his part knowing that his opponent was, was going to be lazy in the beginning of a match and kind of just lackadaisical change levels. Yeah, he baited him, bro. It was crazy. Yep. So I spend a lot of time 
on the Nerdjitsu page yeah. trolling <laughs> the <laughs> UFC yeah. pages. Yeah. And every, uh, there are, I would say 90% say it was luck and maybe 10% say it was planned. But, you know, there's a lot. Um, ben Askren has a lot of wrestling fans. He has a lot of grappling fans. So, you know, and, he, and from what I hear, he's a nice guy. So everybody's, yeah, you know, everybody's going to stick up for the nice guy, you know. Am I, <laughs> Nah, or he's kind of a bad, a bad nah, guy, he, he, you know, street he, he, Jesus. Yeah. He so. fulfills that role perfectly, though. Yeah. Like, he's completely so. fine with it. Like, you need that alter ego, you know? Yeah. You got Ben Askren, like, I don't know what smack he was talking before, but, you know, obviously it bothered Masvidal to the point where he was calling him a, can't say bitch. Yeah. He was calling him a bitch, you know? So he yeah. was just like, you know, I'm going to smack that dude up and hold foods, this, that, the other, and get yeah. that knee. I was like, all right, bro. Like, well, the, the problem with Masvidal is he'll do it. Like oh, yeah, he's, from, you, he's Miami for real. He'll smack you right in the he's middle a, of the he's, he's the most Cuban dude I ever met. Like, like he's the only dude I know that's like, yeah, I just punched out some dude in the nah. back, and everybody's like, nah, yeah, he, oh, he's, oh, my. He's 305, 100%. Yeah, no. Miami, that's how they get down, like, yo. All right, so did you see any of the Amanda Nunes highlights? I saw a face kick that ended yeah. up uh, ding, ding. I honestly don't think there is a female in the UFC that could that will give her any challenge at either Bantamweight or Featherweight. Nunes? Nunes? I can't even throw yeah, a name yeah. out there. Nothing. Just I got nothing. Fire. Like, yeah, Cyborg, you that, know. That, that was like her only hope. That was bad, bro. You got you got to give Cyborg her mandatory rematch, but I don't see it ending any different than the last time. Like, she ripped apart Chris Cyborg. Like, it wasn't, like, it was just something to do. So, I don't yeah. see, I don't foresee anybody coming in and, and doing anything that, you know, these former champions haven't been able to do. So. And I feel like she evolves as an athlete as well, which some people fail to do, which is going to be hard to figure out what her weakness is. And the Ben Askren critics, and even Joe Rogan said the same thing, like, Ben Askren is a stylist. Right. It doesn't come out, you're never going to see him throw a Muay Thai kick, you're never going to see him throw a turning back kick. He just sticks to what he knows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He is going to stick to wrestling and ground and pound and... Those yeah. those things, and unfortunately, like the, the critics are like, he didn't evolve. He's, you got to evolve. It's MMA, not wrestling. Yeah. So, I think I, I think I, I think I, he can come back after this, man. Like I don't think he's done. We'll see how he does in his next fight. But I definitely know he's not gonna initially start off with a double leg. You know, no. So yeah. He might set it's up a with some strike. Yeah. He might set yeah. up some strike before. So. Circle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this next one, you know, we're probably gonna take a little heat for, but I don't care. I want this one. John Jones. Trash. I think his time is almost coming up. Like it, it, it's almost the end of an era. He in his in his promo he stated he's like all these younger guys are coming up. I beat up all the old guys. He did. He smashed through. But now everybody. he's the old guy. All the legends. He smashed through them. When he was young. And when I watched him fight, like, so those of you that didn't watch the UFC, uh, the main event. Diago Santos versus John Jones. John Jones won by split decision. The last time he won by split decision was in 2013 against Alexander Gustafson. Okay, and even now then, that, I thought he lost that one. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna be and that may not be a big deal. Here's why it is a big deal. Tiago Santos tore his MCL, his PCL, his ACL, and meniscus, and still took John Jones to five rounds to split and two. almost won. Yeah. Like, that man did not have any support on his knee, and John Jones barely edged him out. Yeah. Well, you saw he had to get carried out. 
Like that that's, leg, his leg was tore up. Like, like yeah, I won. the way he was kicking John Jones's leg, I think if he had had both, if he'd had his knee the whole time, we yeah. would we would have different light heavyweight champion today. Well, because I feel like uh, John Jones trains for like offense. You know, like he's usually more offensive minded and like he goes and dominates. But like he was getting leg kicked like crazy. Like you saw the welts on his inside thigh. Like he didn't prepare for like he's not gonna kick me. And like you know he got leg chopped up. You know, the leg well, chop is very dangerous. Yeah. What I thought was honor was fear. Like, I was like, oh, man, he's not going after Santos because he sees his knee as hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched that dude try to throw, like, four kicks and buckle into the cage. Yeah. And John Jones did not close the distance at all. Mm-hmm. And I thought because, you know, he must have, when he did the post-fight interview, he was going to be like, oh, I saw he was hurt. I didn't want to, you know, go in there and win that way. Nah. But instead, he's like, no, this guy's strong and he's a good striker. I was like, a trash. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to win a fight. Disgusted. And I was watching with someone who did not watch UFC, and they're like, what's wrong with that dude? Why doesn't he want to fight? And I was just like, "Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Even this person that never watches UFC is more, sitting here Concerned wondering why you're not engaging with this, this yeah, other person. Cut back on the risk. And... Yeah. Well, I think, so GSP kind of had the same thing. Like, he was coming up, he was savage. He was sleeping everybody, like, finishing, like, fights after fights. And once he became champion, you know, he kind of, like, let me play it safe and became a strategist, you know, like GSP, yeah. like the last finish was Michael Bisping, but before that, how many fights could went to decision with, you know, St. Pierre? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was playing his super safe because he knows his chin was not and, holding And up. people will argue like, no, he just finished Gustafin, but who hasn't finished Gustafin? Yeah, he, he, was, on, he was on the decline yeah. as well. Gustafin was on his way out anyways. Like there, I don't think there was a single person that has fought him that hasn't finished him. Yeah. Like, who, who bodied him last? Who was the last dude? Uh, I can't even think of his name. Uh, Smith. Anthony oh, Anthony Smith, yeah, he pieced yeah. him and submitted him, didn't yeah. he? And he just, like, he retired. That's it. And he shut it down, as he should. Yeah. As he should. Still you think Jim, so? So did Jimmy Manuel. See, these guys. Those oh, guys, Jimmy Manuel, bro. Those guys, like I said, those guys are John Jones' era. Those guys were the guys that were like, oh, these are the only people that can beat John Jones, at least 205 yeah, coming up. And, you know, like, time gets everybody. Oh, and I think it's it's coming for it's coming for Jones. There's a lot of young, like, not yet, but... Two years, if John Jones is somehow still Johnny champion, Johnny Walker. You think so? They if they oh. if they don't pull a Canelo Alvarez on him and make him fight the greatest before it's too soon. Who's the the reason why Canelo Alvarez did not beat Floyd Mayweather because he was too young and he wasn't ready. They're like this guy, you think we now believe in him. him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. for sure. Like he's 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 beating he's beating Gennady Glovkin. Like that's did he though? The first time. No. The second time, I think know? everybody would argue that, yeah, he did. Hey, but if you guys want to check out new boxing stuff, uh, check out our homie uh, Kelly Pavlik's podcast. Yeah, Kelly Pavlik, James Dominguez, The Punchline. Punch check line. them out. Yes. Uh, we're not going to get too much in the boxing. Yeah, yeah, we'll stay. Those guys, <laughs> those guys have everything you need. I got nothing to right. talk about in boxing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this is shout out to Shell Sonnen making money. But, Submission Underground. Anthony Rumble Johnson versus Craig Jones. I'm Anthony Rumble Johnson weighed in at 278 pounds. That's a big boy. That, that dude. He looked crazy, bro. He is. Like, I don't know what he's been doing with his life, but 
That is a big man. He, that boy is good. That is a big man. Yeah, because so you got to think he fought at welterweight, I think. Yeah, and, he used and, to miss weight all the time, and yeah. he was like just. Well, so I think he was. I think he's maybe middleweight, but he used no, to no, miss no, weight. I want to say he was in one fifty five because he fought Josh Koscheck. I know he's he's fluctuated the weight class. Yeah, but then he, he used jumped to miss up, weight a bro, lot. But remember, he started fighting heavyweight. He started sleeping most of He's like, yeah, no, he went to light heavyweight. He went to light heavyweight just started busting dudes. Bro, yeah, was Gustafson. Oh yeah, bro, because he held his hand. And he said, "Hold still, brother." <laughs> and it was just one of my man. Whoa! And it was just like, brother, you could like it was like slow, methodical punches, but, but every punch was like. Mm. When it comes to MMA, I, I got nothing to say to Anthony Rumble Johnson. I mean, I want that smoke though. But after that last DC match, when he was just like, uh, I'm not really in this anymore. Yeah, I was just like, How yeah. could you? Yeah. I was. I, had, I told everybody you were gonna get him this time. Now he let me down. All right. So that match. Can you guess who won? Know I'm aware who who won. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Honestly. Craig motherfucking Jones. Craig Jones. Oh yeah, Craig Jones is the most. In 47 seconds by heel. What? He even not agreed even surprised. What's up with Yeah, I'm oh, not surprised, motherfucker. Like, what the hell <laughs> yeah, did you Craig think Craig was gonna was happen? Yeah. The entire the entire internet called that shit. I just didn't think it. I thought maybe well, Craig I mean, Jones would like give it an old show for everybody. Yeah, said, nah, if you, if you I'm here to collect this money in this W. Get up out of here. If you could throw up a freaking montage and play the end of the who. Uh, I'm not going to see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we won't get copyright for anything. But I'm saying all his losses are by submission. Josh Koscheck uh, submitted. Uh, DC submitted. Who else submitted him? Uh, Vitor Belfort submitted. He got submitted a whole bunch. So yeah. I'm like, Craig Jones is an absolute monster on the ground. So like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. You're not going to TKO the it's guy. It's a celebrity match. Yeah. And... yeah it was just... He was like, hey, guys, I'm a guest, guest uh, submission artist. Yeah. Like, they're going to perform submissions on me. Poor man. Yeah. <laughs> I like Anthony, bro. And so if he oh, sees this video and he wants to smoke, like, hey, bro, don't come at me. Uh, you know, buck 35. All right. So um, are you a gamer? Oh, absolutely. I've been playing video games since probably eight years old. Okay. So I've lost my... Yeah. So uh, what system is your, your game, game system of choice? I started on uh, the N64 was the first system I, I ever purchased or paid anything for for games um i grew up on the xbox the original xbox playing halo i've i've got more hours than i should say out loud logged into halo so. oh yeah it's mainly possible just that little, on, just, on halo, just just hearing that little, the little epic soundtrack yeah, in the background i gotta be honest i liked halo one and two and three or whatever after that i fell off man There's no, halo. and i can understand that i'm just absolutely. like bro i can't keep up with this it's like nah, yeah. i tapped out we used to have land parties with you know 16 to 30 some people there we got all the tvs lined yeah, up those the good old days. you'd stay up three days in a row yeah, 100%. And, man what about uh, smash bros i mean that was a staple for me i played it but it's just not my style of game i get why people enjoy it but i just it's not you i've never been very good how unfortunate it. i was just like cracking my knuckles like hey, you like smash bros <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'll play it hey, I, mean, I won't turn you down yeah now nah, halo i don't want to smoke Halo, uh, Elder Scrolls, I, I played Morrowind, oh man, back, I, I guess PC was actually where it started, I used to play StarCraft, oh, Age of no. Empires, oh, Age of Empires, that was, oh, yeah, Age of Empires, what was that other one, Dawn of War, I used to play Age of Empires, and, man, uh, video games that I forgot their names, is just they're so old, no, but that's Company like of Heroes, Heroes. there's like a World War II version of that, yeah. that was pretty yeah. cool, I used to play those too, PC's actually making a come up now, like, oh, I, I don't think it's ever went anywhere, it's just Speaking, I was tuned out. Yeah. Speaking yep. of PC, if you are on Twitch, follow Ruthless Rob. Or yeah. It'll be Ruthless underscore Rob. He's uh, 
Uh, he's, he's gaming every day, so you guys can always catch that. Any PC gaming, you guys make any recommendations, he'll play it. Give him a follow. Support yeah, okay. that, man. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get into our second segment. We'll see you soon. All right, so we're back. Uh, we are now joined by uh, young Taekwondo Kung Fu Black Belt uh, MMA fighter. Nymir, what's your last name? Singleton. Singleton. Uh, so if you check him out, I'm sure he's got an Instagram. Uh, you can come see some of his fights if you're in Colorado. He trains at Victory MMA with uh, yeah. Hector Leon, yeah. who also yeah. trains at. Real quick, real quick. Uh, for the Instagram, in case people want to follow you, please, please say your Instagram name. So my Instagram name is King Papacito. K I N G P A P I C I I'm literally about to <laughs> Roach. Okay, so I might edit that out. I'm not <laughs> actually so offended by that. Trash. All right, and we're here with uh, Hector Leon, uh, MMA fighter, uh, somewhat jujitsu practitioner. Yeah, kind of. Not really. You can wear a naked choke of me now. And of course, Jacob Props and myself, Anthony Santiago. All right, so we're in our we already started our nerd segment with the game segment, but now we are going to do a special nerd segment dedicated to Spider-Man Far From Home. So uh, we have one person who is not really following any Marvel movies. Uh, Hector, he follows pretty well. Uh, Jacob, you saw yourself. He's like yeah, yeah in between. I can keep and up. then I am like. A total movie nerd, so not just like Marvel movies, but movies in general. So, um, here's here's how we'll start it off. We got to put the spoiler alert, right? Oh, yeah, of course. If you spoiler haven't alert. seen it, this is a time to stop listening. Go see it first, then come back and listen to the rest yeah, of it. You've been warned. Yeah, All right, a little spoiler alert, spoiler warning, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Okay, so that's out of the way. If you're still here, you deserve this. Looks can be deceiving. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we're going to go, each of us are going to name the pros of what we thought the movie had, and then we'll get into the cons, because I think most of us have more cons than pros. Yeah. Okay. So... No, you're going to go last. <laughs> we'll, and we'll explain that because when you guys look at for those of you on YouTube, look at this man's outfit he wore there. Okay? Oh, yeah. Now, be now, most of us have just got done with training, so we have some crazy outfits on. But we weren't done training that day. He woke up, looked over, said, I should put this on and wore that. So those of you that have the video, you're going to get to see that. We're going to put it right up. By his head. I don't care if we can't fit it in there. I'm going to find no, a way to fit it. it over there. So you can we see. Get still we're going to get the still images of the shoe. Trash. Maybe even a little bit of footage. So you guys can see what we saw. And have to deal with it Atrocities. as well. But we're enough <laughs> of roasting him. Let's get into this movie review. Okay. So this is the first movie since Avengers Endgame. Um, big shoes to fill. Okay. Uh, Avengers Endgame was a iconic movie yeah. with... Titanic consequences. If you haven't seen it, uh, go see it. Possible spoilers ahead. All right. Now you have one of the most significant events in the Marvel universe to happen since Marvel Civil War or Captain America Civil War. Right. Yeah. Civil War split the Avengers in half. 
disbanded the Avengers we all came to know over the 10 years. And then the Thanos comes in the middle of it, does what he does. I'm not trying to say anything because I'm going to drop a spoiler warning for Infinity War and everything else. All right. That, that's all you get is this, that. All right. So consequences. The Avengers are even more torn apart than they were before. They, they all are in one place. They come together, do what Avengers do, save the day, right? Now you have a movie that takes place after this. They have to explain all the crazy things that happen in Endgame and try to make it realistic so you believe it. I think they did a good job on that part. Maybe the name, the blip, was kind of dumb. Because like, right. it was a snap, not a blip. Uh, they also, they did mess up quite a few times because they're like, oh, he blipped, blah, 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 or she blipped, and they said they got older. You couldn't have gotten older if you disappeared. So, other than that, small, little... Finite. Yeah, fi yeah. finite, finite, you know, little problems with that. Yeah, casual but movie goers probably wouldn't have caught it. But. Con continuity, I think, was, was a, one of my pros, okay? As far as coming into from the end game to that okay another pro uh was jake gyllenhaal as mysterio okay i think he did a great job um for his role i think he did excellent um yeah I, I like him as an actor i think he did really well uh my 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 third my third was uh zadena as uh mj I think she does. I don't think she has anything to do even close with MJ from the comics, which is fine because they're doing their own thing. But her, like, sometimes I forget that she doesn't act that way in real life. Like, the whole nihilist attitude and, you know, just not caring what other people think. I think that was a pretty cool spin. I think she does a great job with that role. Um, I think she, and I was worried that she wouldn't be able to carry it on from the first Spider-Man. So I think she did good. Um, and last, yes, last already, is uh, visual effects. Uh, I think the visual effects were great. Uh, they put a lot of hard work into it. You can tell um, the animators did a great job. The compositors did a great job. Uh, for those of you who may not know what that is, those are the people that put together the special effects and render them into with the people to make it look real so we are living in that environment. Um, the other only positive I have was when they pulled up on the hotel, and then somebody said, this place is trash. I literally was dying. <laughs> oh, yeah, see I literally was dying in that yeah, that's a classic. But that's all the pros for me. I got nothing else. Are they paying you for royalties for using your quote? Or? No. Okay. No, they should. Yeah, definitely. Right. Go, go ahead, Jacob. You're up. Yeah, so I just watched it uh, a couple days ago. Finally made it to the theater and uh, really, really enjoyed it. Um, definitely... Uh, Definitely caught me off guard with some of the stuff, but uh, one of the pros I thought was the character development of Peter Parker, having gone through the loss of Tony Stark and having lost people that mean a lot to me personally and knowing how that affects the way you interact with other people. They did an extremely good job of portraying his emotions, his character development, uh, his nervousness, uh, just uh, lack of interest with communicating with people. I was I was actually really well connected to that, so... That was a big plus for me to see that they actually like made it realistic. Um, so enjoyed that. Uh, the visual effects were uh, stunning. Um, 
it definitely immersed you in the experience and made you ask the questions like, how is this working? And, you know, they explain the technology as things go on throughout the, the film and uh, really enjoyable to, to see the, the continuity between the films. Um, I, I think, uh, well, that, that's a con. We'll, we'll adjust the, we'll talk about that next. Um, the, the character development of MJ was really, really enjoyable. Um, seeing just a kind of a different take on things. Um, and that's kind of the whole whole thing since Endgame is they're they're putting their twist on their versions of everything. So um, it's cool to see them, you know, use a bunch of original ideas and kind of make it memorable. So enjoyed it. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah. All right. I only got maybe two. I'll be three if I'm sparing. I thought the movie was subpar at best. Uh, but, pros. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, we got to talk positive. All right. Really, so positivity. Uh, so CGI, like you know, the, the scenes of the Mysterio scenes were probably my favorite scenes of the movie. Um, real intricate, uh, very detailed. You can you couldn't really tell the difference, honestly. Like, you know, uh, Anthony sometimes will cue up some absolutely horrific CGI scenes. That's one of his like funny things he do. But this one was kind of hard to depict. You know, it was really well uh, processed and like you know, like said, shout out to the animators. And two is uh, I forget the actress's name who plays Ant Man, bro. Oh, uh, Marissa Tomei or something like that? Oh, I don't know. She, she's <laughs> bad, bro. I don't care. No, you said oh, she man, was yeah. fired. I was just like, yeah, she's yeah. an absolute star. No, like, I don't know how old she is, so, but... No, no, she can, def- she she can definitely, like, if I was cool enough and I had enough brand followers, I'd definitely DM her. She's bad. <laughs> Shout out to John Furrow, a.k.a. Happy. My man's winning. And that's really all the pros I had, because I'm, I'm about to go off in this next segment. <laughs> you got next, bro. I'm passing um, the time. Despite of me, the last Spider-Man I seen was Spider-Man Three. Um, you know this new Spider-Man that I saw. Uh, it's been years since I seen it, so it was something different. You know, uh, I like how they upgraded him. I can't really say much about it, uh, despite that it's been so long. But um, you know, like they said, they took mostly everything. How to use the CGI compared to like I'm just saying something that I seen before. Like how they use CGI and the different effects than the last Spider Man I seen, so I have to catch up. I can't really say much about it, but yeah, that's all I have. All right, before we move forward, <laughs> now, I mean, I'm on you again. You said you saw Spider Man three, or did you see the Amazing Spider Man two with Jamie Fox? Which one was yeah, it? Amazing Spider Man three, same thing. Oh, no, he made he combined the two. Oh. Oh, uh, no, he combined the two titles. Which Spider-Man? Who's dun, Spider-Man? Dun, dun, the one that you want. Do you even know the actor's name? Tobey Maguire. No. <laughs> if Jamie Foxx was in it, it was not Tobey Maguire. Uh, All right, so we're going to move on to is. the next part uh, of our uh, segment. Um, okay, so our next part of our review. Okay, so cons. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Story is the con. Like, the whole Europe trip is... Buns. drastically desperate like there was no reason for him to go to Europe he could have stayed in New York and done the same thing uh, they just wanted to fit it into the far from home uh, Nick Fury uh, we'll go into the, the second part of that but Nick Fury was absolute trash he was like I'm going to yell at you the whole time Nick Fury hasn't yelled at anybody the entire MCU and no one thought this was weird he was just out stomping around it was more you know yeah he was like "Ah, I'm going to get you you're really bad Spider-Man I was like this is trash the plot twist was super lame like they everybody anybody that's read the comics knew what was going to happen 
but the device in which it was carried out, I would have been more happy with a with a regular ass projector than what they decided to do. Um, yeah. A like is Tony Stark a villain? Like why does he have a whole satellite that is under his name only as a defense satellite? With a bunch of robots in it. Yeah, like, why that's you got never drones? been used. Why do you got drones? Where were those when Thanos came? What? You know, I'm not going to keep going. We'll look at it later. Uh, the plot crazy. twist was absolutely trash. Like, I knew what it was supposed to be. Anybody that had the comics knew what it was supposed to be. So I knew Mysterio was bad. Like, I, I said it, like, before when people were posting, like, hey, he's actually a good guy. Like, there was a bunch of, uh, I think it was Quirky or someone was like, he's actually a good guy. I got on there and I was like, don't believe this. You're trash. <laughs> you um, are uneducated. Yeah. Don't just stop writing stuff, Corky. Everything, every single theory you guys had was absolute trash. You guys are done. The only thing they guessed right was the after credit scene, but that was released on the internet, so you don't count. Well, the after credit scene was trash. Yeah, hey, it was the worst, worst <laughs> thing. Uh, the villain motivation. Mm. I absolutely. Uh, Who? Go ahead. Okay, I do have to give one more con. They did pull one guy from Iron Man 1, a throwback from Iron Man 1. So shout out to him. So cool on that. But the rest of it was trash. I'm mad at Tony Stark, who's dead. So I'm going to destroy the world slash control the robots that no one knew about? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that have helped in Wakanda? Like, nothing. Nothing. How many Wakandans had to die? How many... Uh, as guardians, how many Sacrifice sorcerers? Like, how many of them people could, could have been alive right now if you have brought your robots that have machine guns on the yeah. front, lasers, tactical like, strike? I was like, or what? distract, yeah, yeah missiles with, with the uh, with the projection screen. I don't yeah. know. We're getting we're getting yeah. into yeah. 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 Nah, man. We're gonna <laughs> you, give it. This will be like guys, a forty hour podcast. I'm gonna say this right now. I liked Iron Man three better than this movie. Whoa. This was. The new generation's <laughs> Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 happened after Avengers. Everybody hopped on it, thought it was good, and was like, this is the greatest movie ever. And they were wrong. <laughs> I were actually, wrong. I actually if you like think Iron this movie was better than Endgame, you're wrong. You're, absolute, you right you're lower than Pond Scum. You are absolute scum. <laughs> yes. At me. DM me. We'll argue. Yeah, yeah, hit us up. We'll get you on the show. You come argue here. <laughs> and we can throw hands, absolutely. All right, that's all I got for cons because otherwise I would just dissect the rest of the movie. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm gonna bring it back. Man, the the one thing that I hate seeing happen is either breaking the fourth wall or things pulling me out of the intensity of the movie. And I think they went a little too lighthearted. Um, the whole Peter Tingle thing, like. Just was like, oh, wait, like, why would they make such a joke like that? Like, I was hoping for a darker, more serious tone. And it was like, oh, are they trying to make this a kid's movie? Like, That's like, exactly. It, it, was, it was painful every time that got brought up. Um, and then uh, it just became more blatantly obvious how the story was going to play out. And it was just like, oh, this is super predictable. I, uh, it lacked the uh, intricacy of some of the previous films. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it was painful at the end, for sure. I was just like, oh, are they really doing this? Like, this is how it's going to end? Um, I think I picked up on a couple details because I think they're going to have another one. So Another sure. Spider-Man? Another Spider-Man with, with uh, more character development. Uh, yeah. Spoiler warning, probably going to see Mysterio again. No, no, no. But we'll see. 
They didn't. They didn't answer that question. But it's like a loose end. Yeah, it's a very loose, loose end. Hopefully, they decide not to do that. But we'll see. Find that. That's all your cons. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like Anthony because I'm like you know have to pull out the whole list. Like, <laughs> uh, so again, I guess I'll just go with the Anthony said the story development. Like, I mean, I came up with the preconceived notion like Endgame and Infinity War were back to back bangers. You know, so like, I thought that this was like you know it was the end of the phase. Yes, the last one. So this was the ending of what, phase one? Uh, phase three. So uh, an ending of phase three, right? So I had, like, you know, back-to-back bangers, you know, we had, like, this cataclysmic stuff happen. So, like, how do you match up to that? So in my head, I thought this is, they're going to end this phase, like, you know, on a high note. I was, I couldn't be any more wrong. Like, I, as soon as I saw it, I was just like, wow, buns. Like, you know, the whole story, like, Mysterio and stuff. Like I said, the only thing CGI, the only thing they had going for it for me personally was the CGI and anime. She's bad. Other than that... Like I, hopefully they can bounce back and uh, bring every like you know bring it all together. Like the end credit scene was kind of iffy, you know, like uh, the scrolls and all the stuff still being relevant. Uh, I was just desperation. You know, it, it's more like you know for what like there's really no plot building for yeah. Captain Marvel too. So I mean, other than that though, I'd say what we got to see what happens next because it was almost it was just basically a segue. It was just like a good filler for what to happen next, but. I mean, I wait till it drops on Netflix. To be honest, it won't drop on Netflix. Disney uh-huh. Plus. Oh, well, real quick though, Sony. You, I like what you guys did with the previous animated Spider-Man. Top notch. That, that was fire. We had that was Jacob and I had that discussion. Like, did that movie raise our expectations too much? And yeah. then we were disappointed by the Spider-Man. Yeah. So the animated film was fire. This one, uh, I think I just came with the. Mindset that it's going to be the same level as um, the previous Marvel movies, and I think that's where I went wrong. So maybe now I'll go rewatch it, you know, just to maybe you know let the now the nerves are settled, rewatch it, and you know not be so, you know, more open minded to it. But that's really all I got. You know, you know what to say. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it short and simple. I didn't like the Spider Man, honestly. All the you know. The, the Spider-Man that I've seen, I've never seen like him running out of webs and all this and all this soup stuff. Listen, mm. just keep it simple, you know. All this fake stuff that they had in the movie, you know. But I mean, hey, you know, that's Spider-Man. I don't watch Marvel movies. You know, I just watch bits and pieces, so I really can't speak on it. But from what I've seen, you know, should have just been... Really, yeah, it was trash. Man. It was real trash. <laughs> all right, that's all you had to say. You want that bullshit? Yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> I have nothing to write off of what Namir said, but uh, his outfit was also trash. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. It was absolute trash. Uh, but the big issue I have with the tone of the movie, as you were saying, Hector, is they literally, you are following one of the biggest movies ever, and you're saying it's in the fate, the last movie of that phase. They left absolutely nothing. They didn't include one single Avenger. They didn't even mention him other than in a brief passing. Uh, they made Nick Fury fake. How long has he been gone? Like, I don't care. I'm actually, yeah. I was like, that, that, that to me was like the final straw in, you know, nail in the coffin. Like, trash. You know, <laughs> nothing else. No, I, it was like, usually you can save a movie with 
special features or you know one shots or anything like when they made uh, Iron Man three when they ruined the the Mandarin. They made a one-shot, and they, they broke into prison, captured the dude who was pretending to be the Mandarin, and they're like, hey, the real Mandarin wants to see you. Never went anywhere, but, you know, it was like, hey, we know we messed up. Let's try to fix this. As far as Mysterio, I think he's dead. I think they killed him, because that's what they do with the, the kind of good villains, is they kill them, like Killmonger... Uh, like someone you can Alexander Alexander Pierce like he had yeah he had a he had a good plan it was well thought out Killmonger good plan well thought out uh, you know Mysterio not so much but he was like a legitimate threat like right you know he actually was beating Spider Man he almost won like it wasn't like oh I'm winning because I have a bigger Iron Man suit oh Tony you <laughs> you stopped it building a tiny one I'm better than you like Obadiah stand trash Whiplash. <laughs> I have a big Iron Man suit with whips. Oh my, whips like an Iron Man suit. Way to go, bud. Like, you know, there's lots of trash bad guys, and the Mysterio was up there with some of the better ones. Like, he's better than Killian, Ultra Killian, who's a, whose hands got really hot. I mean, there was some really <laughs> fucking trash bad guys, and I think Mysterio could have been one of the one of the better ones, and it could have led us towards a Sinister Sticks movie. Which would have been a Spider-Man level threat. That's is what exactly what I thought they were setting up for. Like I was on Reddit a whole bunch. I was reading like a bunch of subreddits about it, and so like you know I'm always into like the before I go watch a movie. Like I want to see what the crowd or community is talking about. So like I saw some subreddits that like you know talked about a potential ending scene that showed like uh, the uh, the old Avengers Tower. Like you know how at the end of Infinity War how it got destroyed by the missiles or whatever. So it was they were talking about how. Um, the end credit scene would be like um, them rebuilding it, and it says Oscorp, which would have been a dope setup for fire. You know, like if that if that, that scene would have made everything, like, I would have had a different you know turn of, uh, on the movie. Like if they had like rebuilding it, and it said Oscorp. I'm like that's Sinister Six headquarters. That'd be fire. You know, if the Mysterio. I know he has an alter like because it's not just uh, Quentin Beck. I know they have another dude that picks up the mantle. So maybe like you said, Mysterio may not be dead. Yeah, but my, I want Quentin Beck definitely that, that boy's right. My entire basis for that is he confidently said I have contingencies and I, like why not have multiple contingencies and fake your death and Yeah, because he, he was just a like an illusionist, you know what I'm saying? Right. So he I'm wasn't sure. even an illusionist. He was just a dude with the He created barf. <laughs> yeah. Well no. He created an illusion and he got met his motivation to be a villain was Tony Stark named it Barf. The acronym? Yeah, he was like, oh, okay. That was painful. Barf. That was, I was like, they, That's had, reason I they, had, they did so well for Mysterio up until that point. Yep. And his speech was so corny. Right. And Jake Gyllenhaal did the best he could with that shitty speech. I and can't the, imagine the, how painful it was. The actors in there that were on his team, and they were just so corny. Like, they were like, yeah. Ah, I was like, <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> For Spider-Man. Like yeah, I'm like this is like every time that toast him. scene was probably one of the roughest scenes in the whole movie. And then the last thing that bothered me was the untold story of how Flash's mom was just MIA. They tried to push that so hard subtly. Like he's like when they they show it when he's got the ether glass glasses on, which is another ignorant. Don't even start on that MacGuffin. That was like the worst MacGuffin since the Infinity Stones. Like. Like, I get it, there's an Infinity Stone everywhere, blah, blah, blah. I was so mad by the end of it. I was like, can you just put these together and get a gauntlet already? But this one made me wish there was an Infinity Stone in there somewhere, for some reason. Because 
they're like, oh, these glasses that Tony had on for like 10 seconds in the movie in, in, in Infinity War are now these incredibly intricate, dangerous things that can end worlds. Whatever, not going to pick on that. But they literally, he looks at the Eve glasses and you see him looking at the text and it's like, Mom, where are you? I haven't heard from you. And at the end, he's like, my mother couldn't make it. And I was like, that, it was just a brief second. You see him like look all sad. like, oh. And that was it. No building on it, no nothing. And don't even get me started. How about the most fire fight scene was in the trailer, but not in the movie. When he was wearing the iron spider suit and beating up the bad guys, and it goes to the cops and oh, says, the cops, yeah, that are was you going to be the next Iron Man? He's like, how? And I'm doing your job. Yeah, that wasn't even in the movie. Not even in the movie. Dang, the most cool. fire scene, not even in the movie. He didn't wear the iron suit at all. Honestly. He wore it at the charity event. That's it. That's it, it. yeah. And then it sat in a, a weird box somehow. And his... Yeah, like the necro, necro. The uh, uh, nanotech uh, thingy. I don't know. I don't know the science behind that box, but it yeah. was not the science that fired it out of the Avengers Tower. It would be hard to bring it along. Like literally, what do you just put it in a cup? Like, you know, that's my drink. Like what? Like, Splash it on your skin. Like, uh, <laughs> Uberderm. Here you go. It's under one ounce. We're good. Yeah. But yeah, is uh, go see it yourself. Let us know what you think. If you if you agree, disagree, let us know in the comments. Fire us up. We we want to hear your opinion. Uh, I think that's gonna be that. That's all I got for real, real quick. If you guys are watching the video on YouTube and you guys got some potential intel to the next phase of Marvel or the movie after this, hit us up in the comments. We'd love to talk and chop it up with you guys. All right. That's all we got for our, uh, the remainder of our, our nerd segment. Uh, thank you, Jacob, for coming on the show. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Uh, yes. you want, go ahead and uh, go ahead and plug, your, plug your social media. Let them know where they can find you, where they can uh, where you they can meet link yeah. up with you to get that seminar and uh, go ahead man shoot it Jacob Myers Props on Facebook uh, my gym's Constitution Jiu Jitsu so you can find that on there as well uh, the Rash Guard t-shirt company is Helm Raymonds uh, so you can check that out there on Instagram I'm Jabbok underscore Fluxo so J-A-B-B-O-K underscore F-L-U-X-O uh, check me out um, I'm on there um, Snakebite 308 for my gamer tag. If you guys have uh, Xbox Ones with Xbox Live, I'm always uh, playing video games when I can. So add me. Um, other than that, see you on the mats. All right. Uh, Hector and Amir, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you could join us. Uh, we appreciate your insight. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll uh, get you after your next fight and get you in here on the show. Chop it up. All right. Yeah. Thank you for following. Uh, hit that like, subscribe, get the no hit the notification button if you're on Instagram. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and if you're if you're on Twitch, follow Ruthless underscore Rob. Uh, he's doing big things. He's got he's got a lot going on. He's moving forward. He's giving away a game. He's already given away one. Keep following. He's got some more giveaways to get. And don't forget our uh, YouTube. Once we hit 100 followers, we're gonna give away our, a free hoodie. So don't forget to like, subscribe, share with your friends. Uh, if you're on the, the podcast, uh, make sure you share. Give us a give us a rating. What you think? Any uh, insight is always good insight. So let us know what you think. We appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Peace. Later.